1: It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. Yeah, you know, I don't know that there's been a more debated topic since Sal and I started working together in um, the summer, late summer, this past summer, than Pete Alonso's status with the Mets. And, you know, Sal, here we are trending toward February, and it's pretty clear what the Mets are going to do, and, and that's not a ton. They, they are rebuilding. They are restacking. They are fortifying. A lot of ways they're doing what they should have done a couple of years ago. I'm fine with that. I actually think that that's a smart play. Unless you offset it by keeping Pete Alonso. Now, this is the day that I have full clarity. Like, no, no, no. You know, we're not into bits, really. I'm with serious right. stuff. No bit. No radio shtick. The Mets need to trade Pete. That's it. They need to begin the process. Of finding suitors and engaging teams and maximizing his worth and trading Pete Alonso. They,
3: they, they just can't do
1: it. Now, now, remember, this
3: whole thing, the Alonzo debate, started why? Do you remember where this started?
1: Well, it was about the core. It was about no, the clubhouse. No, but even
3: before that, that, yeah, that, you're right, like, that, <coughs> may, you know, made a big deal. But yeah, yeah. it started before that. It started because... The Mets were open to trading Pete Alonzo. It wasn't us coming oh, on. Oh, the Brewers, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yes, what I'm saying. Like, yes. th- that's where the whole thing started from. Yep. The Mets were in talk. Initially, I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. How could they even contemplate trading Pete Alonzo? Then that led to you know doing some homework and doing a little digging. And uh, while I may have uh, miscalculated certain things, I thought, well, the only maybe the only reason why they would trade him is because of issues in the clubhouse, it's just not working, the cores, whatever. And while I stand by everything that I said, maybe that wasn't the reason they were looking to trade him, but they were. That's where the whole thing started, and like I just can't get behind that. Uh, whether Pete's a leader, a captain, great in the clubhouse, that to me at this particular point is irrelevant. You could never be a properly functioning organization and have to be in a spot where you need to trade your lone superstar, maybe the best player to ever wear, and likely the uh, the best player, position player to ever wear a Mets uniform.
1: Unless that superstar has not impacted winning. Now, that's not his fault. I'm not saying, please, delineate between the two. Baseball's not basketball. You know, Pete can't come out and drop 39 points a game and will his team to victory. Baseball is very different. But if you've lost a lot with Pete, as as I've submitted many times, you can... Possibly win a different way without Pete. And, you know, I I know it's there's the emotional part, which I get. I, I truly do. Then there's the business part. And signing Pete to a big extension, which I don't think the Mets are inclined to do. I'm sorry. I mean, there's no smoke around it. You know who his agent is. You've heard rumblings. Well, does he love it here? He does. Yeah, he does. But, you know, I don't know well, the Mets maybe were willing to trade him to the Brewers to the point where the Mets and the Brewers already talked about prospects that would be shipped back. Like, it wasn't just a cursory call. Hey, are you guys interested in trading Pete? Nah, I don't think so. Click. It was more than that. Like, there was legitimate depth to the conversation, and Stearns was a part of it. So, to me, and this is the part, and I'm going to be honest with you, that sucks from a Mets fan point of view. You want him. On a lot of levels, you need him but signing him is counterintuitive to building a team the right way. See, it should his be, position and his age. It, it should
3: be in addition to. I feel like you're saying this, and I understand the reasons why you're saying it and the baseball thought behind it. You're not going anywhere this year. Now, I think the Mets can compete for a wild card. That's a different story. You don't think they're going to be any good, So, no. which backs up your point. Okay, so you particularly don't think they're going to be any good this year. Pete is in his walk year. He's going to cost a lot. You know, in the offseason, if they do bring him back, it's going to be, you would think, well over $200 million. Maybe he wants even way more than that. Who knows what the open market's going to be. But you're saying they're not going to win anyway. Might as well expedite the process, trade him, get a boatload back, which yes. is something I think that they considered. Obviously, not even I think, they did consider it. Like, don't shoot the messenger. They, the Mets, considered it. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been reports about it. Now, how close? We can nitpick and say, oh, somebody said field goal range. I was told it was nowhere near field goal range. So, but But there were talks about it. So at least the Mets were contemplating it, and I can understand it to a certain extent from a baseball move. It takes balls to be able to think about trading your guy. Now, they maybe floated it out there a little bit, and the talk came out, and you saw the reaction. You saw the blowback. We felt the blowback. Imagine what the Mets would be feeling if, in fact, they ever did. Matter of fact, we were the shield, okay? Mm. The reality is the Mets should have gotten the blowback. I didn't trade him. I didn't say I wanted to trade him. I was just telling you the truth about what was going on. But I understand from the baseball perspective why you'd want to do it. However, BT, they can't do it. And I don't think I'm saying this just because I'm a Mets fan. But why? Why can't they? Because you just don't trade your best players. You don't do it. You build around him. I'm not saying he's got to be the guy to build around. Yeah. The guy hits 50 home runs every year. You know how for this franchise, you know, impossible that. Okay, is the and, and
1: this is the complicated he's, aspect of the conversation. When you say he, for this franchise, but, there's always a different scale because it's the Mets. But still, but that's how you stop being the but, Mets. But but still, even
3: forget about this franchise. That is a part of it. But forget about that. Pete Alonso, since he's come into the league in 2019, has been the best home run hitter in the sport. Better than Judge, yep. better than anybody. I've said that before. The
1: best home I've run hitter. I've said that. So now, and the Mets have been one of the worst teams so, no, outside of one of season. season. They, they won be, outside oh, of one season. Oh, okay, but he's been here since 2019. But he's been here five, six years. No, he's he's been, here. been here two years.
3: 2019 was his rookie year. Forget about that. In 2020, was a pandemic. They won the 101 games. And they're getting worse. They're not getting they're worse. They're getting worse. They stink yeah, and on sh- paper. And you, and you think trading a guy who hits 50 home runs. Yes, I think it accepts.
1: Their, I a do a consistent
3: player that's proven he can play in New
1: York is I a good do. idea I do Sal, I do why not
3: build around him now if you're telling me I do if you're telling me they can't get Soto with Pete Different story, because mm. I'd rather have Soto in the offseason yep. than Pete. Soto for six is better than Pete for 250 Absolutely. I'm sorry, that's 100%. just the reality of the situation. He's better. But I don't believe that there are restrictions like that. I think what's going to happen is they're going to play this out. Pete's going to have a big year. The Mets are going to pay him more than the market value. Not a ridiculous – I mean, not getting Aaron Judge money, but they're going to pay him 220, thirty, maybe, and even then I feel like, ooh. I mean, that's but, ridiculous, but 230. But 230. He's not but, worth it. Uh, he, to them, he is. Mm. And I, what's he going to get from somewhere else? So – that's what's going to happen. He might and then, get happiness. Now, now they have to be able to build around that. It can't just be about him and Lindor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. It's like, you know, again, this is, it's probably easier for me to say this because I'm not emotionally invested in this. I get, well, I, 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 want, I want people to understand that. Right. I, I do respect that really. I, and you might not believe that. I promise you, I get it. He's your guy, but he's also your guy who's led you nowhere. Not all his fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a team sport. The Mets rotation is trash, okay? There is a very high probability that they win below 80 games this year. There is a very high probability they don't do anything at DH or at third base. And by the middle of the summer, they're unwatchable. And you've got to let your brain go there. He's going to be 30. He's slow. He's a righty hitter. Open your eyes. But then, why, don't tell me you can't trade him. But then, why? I would never
3: say that. Well, I, I shouldn't say I would never say that somebody can't be traded. But I'm open minded to anything. And while I do think that there's a lack of emotion from you, which is a good thing, because I like there may be a bias in me that prevents me from seeing it clearly and just saying strictly baseball move. And I I don't necessarily disagree with you from a baseball move. However, it's more than that. It's not just a cut and dry baseball move. And there's no, you can expedite the process. You can go out there and build it with also keeping a guy who hits 50 home runs every year. It's not like the guy stinks and it's just we're, we're, we're hanging on to Alonzo here for, for like, he actually produces, plays every day, and he produces. The, the equivalent would be before signing Aaron Judge, would you justify giving a guy who's always hurt? Three hundred something million dollars, where I could just say he hasn't won anything. And I'm not making the Yankee thing. I'm just giving yeah. you an example with the emotion. Yeah, and there were some Yankee fans who said, "Let him go." Yeah, but yeah, well, those
1: those people who lost. I mean, well, but why? Why? Because the a- Yankees were you know knocking on. I know they were miles behind the Astros, got swept, but. I mean, basically every year they had a chance to win the World Series. Right. Bets have had one good year. No, I understand, that, but the A's had. But they haven't gotten and over He's the just home. a better player than Pete. It's not even close. Well, that is, I'm not he's more disagree. box office and he's better, so uh, it's not a good comparison. Uh, understood. Okay.
3: I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to say that he's a you. better. You know, he's not good. But Pete does play more, and Pete he does, does. And, and Pete has hit more home runs since he's been a league in 2019. And a big part of that is he plays more.
1: I get it. This is a tough one. You know where I stand. I would trade. You do him. it now. I would. I, yes, I would be actively engaged i would be aggressively proactively uh, pursuing trade partners and i would look to go to port st Lucie with a different team one
3: one thing and i'll maybe meet you in the middle here before we get to the calls if they go the way you think they're going to go which is not very good at the deadline then i would be open to it and only in the scenario
1: that he pete would be open to coming back in the offseason but then you're not getting the package that you would oh. get back now that's the whole point and that's why i use the word maximize all right this could be interesting today so eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six bt and sal on the fan all right joe's in peak skill what's going on joe how are you today what's happening
4: yeah i'm good i'm good like i am a big Mets fan okay trey Pete okay. alonzo would be the last thing i would do BT, let me ask you a quick question. Would you take Alonzo at first base as a Yankee?
1: Honestly, no, not for an, six or seven. I no, i no, Joe, I'm, 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 this is my honest answer. For the six or seven years is going to require to retain him? No.
4: Okay, then let me try it this way. In might be National more League, than that. It might say, be. Would you say, in the, in the National League, would you agree that Pete is the One, two, or three best first basemen? No. Oh, the
1: National League. I'm sorry. But but, Uh, but it's close.
3: Even
4: so, what does that mean?
1: What does that mean, best
3: first baseman? I don't don't care about the best first baseman thing. What I care about is a superstar player.
1: Pete is not on that superstar level. He's the best star. He's not even the best first baseman in his own division. He's the third best if Harper keeps playing first. Well... Well, Matt Olson's better, and Harper's better. Uh, yeah, Harper's always hurt. And, uh, uh, but Harper's better. Who would you rather have the next well, five years? Come
3: on. Well, I mean, Pete's numbers are going to be consistent. In, you, you would think. There's no reason. To, yeah, he's a better home run hitter than Bryce Harper. Now, you want to talk about in a big spot? Harper's been proven in a big spot. Harper's a gamer. Harper's got that personality. Yeah, he can, better athlete. Pete, well, box Pete's, office. Pete, Pete's got ways to go to to get there. I mean, he's still you know relatively young. It. it
1: See, that's the problem. I, I don't look at Pete as young. And I don't know that Pete's well, going to age well. M-
3: maybe maybe I don't mean young in age, but the inexperience. Like, he's played in one postseason. Yep. Guys in this town are measured on what they do in the postseason. He's, he's got a lot to prove still to get to that superstar level.
1: How about Joe Manuette, BT and Sal on the fan. What's going on, Joe? Hey, what's up?
5: Listen to me, Sal. Don't agree with this guy, BT. I'm not agreeing you know with You don't want to unload your franchise player. How many first basemans come along? Joe, Joe, did you get your 40 ears 40 40. clean this morning?
3: I'm not agreeing with him. First of all, don't tell me what to do. Second of all, I I'm didn't agree with what
4: him. you do. Hold yeah. on there. Wait a minute. Put the brakes on. Yeah, okay. You said, okay,
3: in the middle of the year, blah, blah, blah. It's You're a different scenario. Yeah. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Who's going to put a first base? Oh, you figure it out. If the Mets are tanking, what's the, what's the point of keeping Pete Alonso if the Mets are out of it by the but deadline?
6: he got 40 home runs in the middle of your lineup. What's the matter with Okay, now hold on a sec, Joe. Defense Joe, defense
1: Joe, 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 Joe. Hold on one sec, bud. I know you've got a little issue with me. It's all good. Let's talk through it. You're right. You're going to have 40 home runs in the middle of your lineup, and you're not going to be good. What do you mean you're not going to be good? You're not going to be good
4: you got to fix the other part of the wheel over here. I understand. No, Joe, I
1: I agree with that, Joe. But what I'm saying, thanks for the call, but The way you do that is to trade a star like Pete to get a boatload of assets to accelerate the rebuilding of the wheel. I mean, I don't know if you realize it. The Mets are miles, miles from a World Series. They're on a raft. They can't even see the island. Forget about being on the island. There's nothing visible. They're not
3: good. You know, unfortunately, I think there's a lot of truth to what you're saying in that regard. To where they're not going to become next-level World Series contenders until the guys that they have in the minor league start to come up and have their impact felt. Yep. That's, that's just the reality. You don't want to admit it as a Met fan. They could be a playoff team. I mean, maybe they could get lucky and go on a little bit of a run. But the reality is they're not going to be truly built to be a legit world series not this year maybe next year when some of these guys start to come up and then they get maybe add soto or whatever it may be those are that's a topic for a different day mm-hmm. but they're right now is currently constructed They're they're not going to be a World Series team. And the idea that you wouldn't be open to trading Pete if they stink at the deadline, that doesn't make any sense. Like, that's a different for what? Like, why wouldn't you look to trade him? I'm not saying you can never bring him back. You trade him. He's going to be a rental to some other team. You get a haul back and then you go resign him if you want. Like, that would be actually smart to do. Right now, if you do it, and this is where I disagree with BT, if you do it now, you're giving up on this season, and I'm not about to give up on season.
1: 877-337-6666. BT and Salma on the fan. out inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. We're friends at Town Fair, remind you that you always get the guaranteed lowest Price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Let's get Gene in Jersey City on the fan. What's going on, Gino? Hey, good morning, BT and Sal. Sal, you're a bison of mine. BT,
7: we go back a long way. Big Met fan. I'm going to agree with uh, BT. BT's my man here. If there's a deal out there that makes the Mets better, we trade Alonzo. And I don't like this emotional stuff. You know, it's not like Pete's been here for like 15 years. He's been here five years. And I think it's a weak excuse to say, keep Pete here because he's homegrown. He's a lifelong Met. The Mets are more than two years away, maybe three years away. And I hate to say this, and BT, you know I'm a diehard Met fan. Yep. I don't think the Mets are going to win with or without him, And that's the way the Mets have been going. So
1: that's it. That that's my two cents. Yeah, I, I, I am, yeah, I was gonna say, Gene, thanks for the call. But and and that's why I you know, listen. If he was twenty six, it's different. To me, we're deep enough into the Pete Alonso experience, with all due respect, to evaluate it objectively and um, without emotion, which is tough, and say, all right, man, he is a prodigious power hitter, one of the best ever. He really is. And, you know, Ralph Kiner, the quickest or whatever. That's literally true. But they've done nothing with him. Not all his fault. But now I'm ready to pivot and see what's next. We we have. What seen, else did you do?
3: Well, but I'm not taking the emotion out of it. And I know that we have seen. Other teams survive losing star plays oh, or getting rid of guys or letting guys walk. Oh, how are they going to be good without this guy? You know, the Islanders, for example, Tavares, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. He walks,
3: call. everybody's ticked off. The Islanders get to two straight into conference finals. Like, uh-huh. So you can get better, and it's how other examples have happened too, and I, some of them not coming to my mind right off the top of my head. But I, it's not like the Mets can't win without Pete. I understand that. However, this is also fandom. And there is something to be said. You can't ask me to take the emotion totally out of it. The Mets themselves can do that. And by the way, they did. I know it was a different general manager with Billy Epler, but same owner. Pete was on the block. There were talks about it. So this is not far-fetched. Like It could never happen, and they would never consider it. I'm not saying they would go through with it. I'm certainly not saying they would do it now because maybe they got a little taste of the blowback. Mm -hmm. But they talked about it. And do you,
1: why do you think they talked about it? Because they think it makes sense, and they're open to it.
3: Right. Okay, now, me, the fan, I don't want to think about it because the there is emotion, and there's also logic, too. It's not just, oh, that we love Pete because he's homegrown. Because the guy posts. He hits 50 homers every year. It's almost automatic. And he's not a 210 hitter. He had a bad down year last year. Fine. He's gotten better defensively at first base, although I think he'd be better as a D.H., and he's going to be a guy who's going to hit you minimum forty home runs. He should hit two fifty. He's going to drive an hundred runs in New York. There's great value in that consistency, durability, and in New York. So it's not just emotion, although that does play a part of it.
1: This might be one of the toughest calls in I'd say I'd say twenty something years. Like this is I get it. It should even, one. but it shouldn't even be a
3: discussion. And the reason it is because the Mets aren't good enough.
1: Yes. It's the only reason I like, bring this up.
3: You should never get to a point as a franchise that you have to consider making a tough decision on arguably your best player.
1: That is a good point. And here we it are. It should
3: be automatic, especially when you have the finances that Cohen does. So this is not a money thing. They're not trading Pete because, oh, we're not going to be able to sign him. No, it's a Pete thinks he's worth this much. We think he's worth that much. And also, if he doesn't... If he's not gonna come to where we feel he's worth, I'm not gonna overpay him and we can maximize the return. That's how the conversation started last year.
1: Listen, if we're sitting here and we'll get back to these calls, 877 337 6666 BT and Sound on the Fed. If we're sitting here and these Mets had like a young Dwight Gooden or a Darling or an El Cid or the most recent iteration, obviously right. some of those studs that got to the World Series, of course, 2015, it's different. They've got nobody. Like, they're miles out of it. Like, they're just not there.
2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And to me, it's that
1: reality. It's a painful reality that brings me to say the time to trade Pete is now. 877-337-6666. 877 337 6666. BT and Sal on the fan. Call us. 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. All right. BT and Sal back on the fan. It's 1027 here. 877 337 6666. Get back to these phones talking about Pete Alonzo. I mean, listen. If you don't agree with me, and I, I would trade him, I would do it now, meaning I would begin the process of finding somebody that I can I can dance with and rebuild the right way rather than going halfway. It's like they're halfway in the pool. That that to me is what is the most disconcerting part about the Mets. Their timeline with Pete's age and their pitching and the form system, it's not congruent. It doesn't line up. But I will say this it's it's not based on limited finances, which was always the Mets' right. problem. That's not what I'm saying. It's about Pete the player, the limitations, the assets for sure, and the changing philosophy in baseball. Right. You're not really signing. How many heavy-footed 30-year-old right-handed hitters are getting signed? No, it's well, a big
3: deal. I, I do think that you have to be careful to what you give him. My first – I would play this the way the Mets are playing it. I would not trade him now. I would not extend him now. I would let the season play out. Now, if the Mets are in the tank by the – trade deadline, and you know you have no chance to make the playoffs, then I would be open to trading him with the idea of potentially bringing him back. Then, when he hits the offseason or when we hit the you know when he hits free agency, whether they trade him, whether he's here, whatever, then I would tell him, okay, go get whatever you think you're going to get and come back to us. Mm-hmm. And then pay him, you know, depending on how the season plays out and, and whatever, pay him what market value is or slightly over. The home team, you know, you're going you to have to pay a little tax maybe. That sure. You're going to give a discount. Yeah. Because he means more to the Mets slightly over, similar to what they did with Nimmo. Otherwise, they have to be prepared to let him walk. And in that case, that's why I would consider if they're not in it, trading him at the deadline. But ultimately, I'd rather play it out. I'm not trading him now under any circumstance. Play it out, see what happens at the end of the year. And if he's gonna get three hundred million from some sucker, hey, he's team, not getting that. Okay. Not even close. Well, don't Matt don't also so got
1: 168.
3: Right. So he'd be lucky to get two, quite honestly. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's it's around there. So, But, but there's no the, need
3: to give him 220 now if on the Mets, like every Mets fan's like, oh, extend, them, no, extend no, them. Ex- yeah, him. Them no, no, I'm not saying extend I'm saying trade him now. I'm not saying give a contract now. I'm saying I think the Mets fans, yeah. like Mets fans would never even consider trading him. I, I disagree. We already got three calls that said they would. M- most. when I say, you What you know, do you think obviously. the percentage is of people? And again, 80% would say no effing way would I trade Pete Alonzo.
1: Well, then that is foolish. Because to be so quick and so blind to the possibility of a massive haul coming back, it's bad business. Right, but you, but the massive haul, in
3: reality, you realize that that massive haul will likely not produce one player that is
1: like Pete Alonzo. Not if you identify the right players. You I mean, I, I know that it's tough. Trust me, I know it's tricky. It's minor league baseball. Like he's a guy that, that produced.
3: Not. Now, they didn't even think he was going to be as good as he was. No. The prior regime, you know, holding him down and not believing in Alonzo. All the stuff we heard, oh, he's terrible. Never make it at the big leagues as a first baseman. And he proved them all wrong. Guy's hitting 50 home runs a year. He's serviceable defensively. But
1: that's why you can't give up those guys. He's a known commodity. What if he hits 220? What's if, you know, all right, let me say, and I'm not going to switch. I, I would really, I'm not going to give him away, right. but I'm I'm trading him now all if right. I can find that good deal. And I'm looking for it. I'm, I'm not waiting for it. I'm looking for it. Big difference. But what if I subscribe to what Sal's saying, which is kind of halfway in between, not just give him some Atlantis contract, but also not trade him now, see what happens and revisit at the trade deadline. What or if at the said, end wh- of the year. Or, okay. Right, right. Well, at the end of the year, he's a free agent. Right, But then, yeah, you see what the market is. I'm oh, I, like, I got yeah. you. I'm talking about your th- right. trade. Though. I, got you, I got. What if you. he's hitting two nineteen? I mean, what if last year
3: wasn't the outlier? Right. Oh. You mean like his value diminishes? Yes. Oh, I mean, if he has. What a if bad, he gets hurt? If he has a bad year, it's going to be a problem. Uh-huh. Whoa, whoa, Don't you think you should get ahead of the possible problem? I think if he has a bad year, it will be a problem in the regard of they will not be able to maximize the trade return
1: which is why I'm trying to avoid that right. now.
3: But you also then think about, okay, well, if you want to extend them, you've got the power. Maybe you say, here, here's a yeah. five-year deal for 170
1: million. million. I get and that I, part as well. That's fair. But now that would be – If you even if, want that, to do that. But that's also back-to-back, you know, 220-ish seasons, and before you know he's going to be 31. Yeah. So there's a lot to consider. I'm not saying it's easy. Let's get back to you, Michael and Cedar Grove, BT and Sal. What's happening, Mike? Hey, uh,
7: thank you for calling. Uh take my call. I'm a 30-year listener and a uh, first-time caller.
1: Appreciate
3: it,
7: so Mike. I have, one, I have one thing
6: to throw to you who's guys. Who's your favorite all-time host
1: here, by the way? You. Well, who's <laughs> your second? Sal. Um, yeah. You know,
7: <laughs> I, I'll go back. I'll say Sal and then Matt A very distant Mike you know. and
1: Chris. We understand. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Oh, okay, geez. Mike, what's going on?
7: Okay, I, I have a point to make, but after – if we're going to trade Pete Alonzo, what is the trade, Right.
1: Yeah. Now sure. I
7: think it's wrong to trade Pete Alonso, but here's why: fandom matters. When I was I'm um, 55, when I was 10, nine, the Mets traded Tom Seaver, and it broke my heart. Right? Mm-hmm. I cried. Now, two years ago, when the Mets had that great 100 win season, I managed to get my then nine, now 11 year old son into baseball. It's hard to get a kid to sit down and watch baseball now. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's top. different. He's I agree with shorts,
7: that, right? Yeah, but I got him into it by showing him the Home Run Derby and yeah. Pete Alonzo, and he has a Funko Pop of Pete Alonzo, and he has a, a jersey.
1: Yep,
7: Pete Alonzo is my son's, you know, favorite baseball player. Now, okay, I don't know what you're going to get, but if the Mets were to trade Pete Alonzo, they lose that kid forever.
3: Now, nah, that's not true. They, they won't yeah, lose him no, no, forever. Bro, will, hold no. on, say, 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 Mike. And I'm
1: hey. not trying, to, Mike. Hold on. I say, I'm not trying to disprove Good. your point because I I really respect where you're coming from, your son. Trust me, I I do. But no. if that applies to losing Mets fans, why didn't the Mets lose you when they traded Seaver? Mm, they almost did, but oh, they didn't. Yeah, right.
7: Slowly but surely, I heard about this guy. Slowly but surely,
1: forty years <laughs> later, like, <laughs> fifty <laughs> years later,
7: half of his lifespan, yeah.
1: I almost left.
7: There was a guy with the last it. name Strawberry, and I was like, oh strawberry. And then the Mets made a comeback. But look, that's the point, though. Oh yes, your that's, that's the whole, whole point.
3: Point. That's the whole it, it, thing. No player is bigger than the team. I'm sorry. Yep. You, you can't just be about... And BT used a perfect example, obviously, with Seaver. Your kid's going to get over it. He's going to be hurt, obviously, initially. You explain to him why they did it. And, and when the Mets start winning in two years, or they sign Juan Soto in the offseason, you'll be over it. Now, I'm saying I don't want to trade Pete twofold. One, the emotional part of it. And, maybe, and even more importantly, two the part that the guy continues to rake, he posts. So they have to figure it out. It's a tricky situation, but I would not trade Pete Alonzo. But if they do, you'll get over it.
1: How about Louie up in the Bronx, BT and Sal?
4: What's going on, Big Lou? Anything that's going to better the team, I'm willing to listen. Okay, that, that's that's the bottom line. But now, BT, this is, this is what I want to know here. Yeah. It's it's funny that the Mets were in talk with the Brewers, whose standards was the GM over there. So now I would like to know, was Stearns really interested in the player because he liked him to better the Brewers? Or did he see the writing on a wall that he was going to be a Mets GM yep. and he wanted to get rid of his problem mm-hmm. that was going to be basically this and getting players that he wanted to the Mets yep. because he knows that he's going to be the GM there. And he, so wouldn't, have to, to,
3: he wouldn't have had to take the brunt of exactly. the blowback. Yeah. Right. So Somebody I want to know what,
4: this guy's, what his motive was there. Was he? Did he like to play that much for the Brewers, mm-hmm. or was he interested in getting rid of them because? He knew he was going to be a
1: Mecca. Uh, yeah, basically make uh, make a problem go away. You know, and a That's problem. Right. I, I say That's that respectfully. Can, play, it's a conspiracy theory, though. Louie, I've thought about that, Lou. I, I've you, thought you, about you that. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yes,
4: I know exactly what you mean. He, yeah, he's He knew he wasn't going to be a Brewer
1: Yeah, Stearns is not making a
3: trade from the Brewers' perspective to screw the Brewers and help the and Mets. You know what, no, no, I, you can, it could
4: be
1: win-win. Right. It, well, well, be, it could be win-win. Well, you're talking about getting rid of a problem or potential problem. Yeah, but the Brewers with Pete last year, who knows what they do. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes uh, here, and he's done. Have to deal with it.
4: Absolutely. He yeah. knew he wasn't going to be a brewer any longer. He knew the interest the Mets had in him. He knew he was going yep. there. You know. And, and if you think there isn't talks, okay, with you know, without anybody know, okay. Listen, I give you a call. Hundred percent. If, if you're, foolish, they knew. If you're Hun- foolish to believe that, don't go down. Then listen, I got a bridge to sell you. Of course okay?
3: that went down. Of course, okay, which right. does make it. It makes it interesting. I, we don't know the inner workings of what was actually said, but you do the math. One guy worked for the Brewers mm-hmm. that you, you all knew. It was the worst kept secret in, in baseball for how many years you that Stern was going to be with the Mets. Yep. He ends up with the Mets the year after, less than a year. It was months after the reported trade that was in field goal range between Alonzo mm-hmm. and the Brewers. I mean, or in the Mets about uh, Alonzo with the Brewers. that. Weird.
1: I'm not going to say that that's absolutely true, but I don't rule it out. I, I just don't know the answer. But it's it's logical. It's it's a little twisted, but it's... it's. Mm. But I don't think it's an indictment on Pete as no, no, a player. No, 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 I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying that it is because, listen, from the Brewers' perspective, you put them in the middle of that lineup, who knows what they do, you know? They had a good team. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six BT and Sal, I think bare minimum. We can get more to this coming up next. However deep those conversations went with the Brewers, it tells you one thing, that Cohen was open to trading him. You need to know that. Because it's not like Cohen was left out of the... Look. Cohen signed off on some cursory level. Hey, I'm open to well, it. Well, you don't know that. I I, 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 I absolutely... There's no way right, we'll that explain. that thing's inside the 20, whatever football analogy yeah. you want to use.
2: and You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.
1: Is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois. Cohen has no idea what's going down. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan.
6: Manning back, steps up, teams one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Nick's makes the catch
1: for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught another Hail Mary! And the final New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, PT and Sal back on The Fan. Brandon Tierney, Sal, the kind show on this Tuesday, 877-337-6666. And I, I think this is the most divisive topic that we've had so far. That's the Alonso stuff. Well, and I mean, I would trade him. fans are on edge about it because yeah.
3: he's not signed. It's been going on for, a, you know, a, a, at least a year or at least a half a year, whatever it's been, dating back to last uh, midseason, even maybe before last season where fans were hoping for an extension. I also think, though, fans get caught up in the extension stuff way too soon. Like, the Mets don't have to do that. They're not the Braves. They could go out there and wait. That's the advantage you have when you have the richest owner in the sport. Let it play out. When he gets the free agency, let it play out. They didn't lose DeGrom because of money. They lost DeGrom because they said, we're not paying him. We'll what the Rangers are going to give him. That may happen again with Pete, but with guys that, you know, they felt were worth the money like Nimmo, he's coming back. So, or he came back. That's what's going to happen with Pete. The market is going to dictate it. The Mets have a value of what he's worth. When he hits the open market, they're going to stick to what their value is. Maybe go a little bit more. And that's that. Pete wants to go somewhere else for a a lot more money. He's going to leave. They're not going beyond that. Now that's a different conversation than obviously wanting to trade him. Now, maybe you're foreseeing that maybe just looking at the team in general, I though would not trade him. I'm playing it out. With Pete, letting him get to the free agency and and take it from there.
1: Let's give you a, a heads up. Uh, a couple things coming up later this week: Game three, little BT and Sal baseball card mm-hmm. World Series Sal's against the ropes down 2 zip. That's coming up on Thursday. I gotta
3: get back off the mat here. Still haven't decided which card I'm gonna go, which pack I'm gonna go with. Yeah, have you settled it down to two years, or it's like just well, a couple? I, should, that you're I noticed that we have. I brought about. in a uh, a new case of uh, or new a box of Fleer 1991. F- oh, I like
1: Flair. Flair set up. My, that was a good look there. Fle- Flair, yeah. Fleer no, is it not- Fleer or Flair? Fleer. I always said Flair. Fleer. I always said flare. F L E E R. I know it's E E, not like Ric Flair. E E. I always said flare. I thought it was Flair myself. I, but- I, I always said flare. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean that I always said it right, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, there's Fleer 91 Oof, in there. 91. So,
3: <laughs> if I wanted to go that way, I mean, we've been sticking with tops. I'm probably yeah, going to stick whatever. with tops, but uh, mix it up a little bit. I know the later the years, the more likely it is that I have a little yes. advantage. Yes, we'll I
1: see. do admit that. And also Thursday, the Dice Man in studio here with BT and Sal. Andrew Dice Clay at 1 o'clock. I still can't believe that. That's going to be sick, dude. All right, let's get back to you guys. Steve's and Harrison. All the fam, what's going on, Steve?
6: D.D. D. Sal, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, so I'm a Yankee fan, so I've got no emotion within the situation. Uh, I also coach baseball, so I'm kind of looking at all angles here. So I'll give you two scenarios. Uh, first thing you look at with Pete Alonso and why you might want to consider trading him, look at uh, Miguel Caprera as a comparison. Granted, he was twice a hitter. He's a Hall of Famer. But after he turned 33, he never hit more than 25 home runs after that. So if you're looking at Alonzo from that standpoint, you might want to consider trading. But here's why I would not trade him. You have Carlos Mendoza as a first-year manager. I think Pete Palazzo is probably a good clubhouse presence within that organization. If you get rid of him now, you're a veteran leadership within that clubhouse. He's, He's not, not a leader in with- the
3: clubhouse, so let's nip that in the bud He's now. not. He's a good guy. Not a leader.
6: So who would you say is the leader in that clubhouse?
3: Lindor, Nimo. I don't know if they have one clear one. That's the problem. I mean, that's the that's one of the issues that we brought up in the summer. That's a clear issue. There's a leadership Stop. void there. I, I would say that it's got to be Lindor or Nimmo. I think Nimmo would be the perfect fit but doesn't have the cachet that Lindor does. For some reason, Lindor isn't taking that full step forward as the you know leader captain, but Alonzo ain't it.
6: Okay, that's fair. I mean, if you're looking at it from that perspective, then you know what? In that case, you probably got a trading because If you're looking at the fall off from a right-handed bat, like you said, after age 30, then that's pretty cut and dry for me in that case.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's an interesting comp. Thanks for the call there, Steve. I mean, Miguel Cabrera, I know that you know there's a big difference between the two as, as hitters. I mean, Miguel Cabrera had, in in my lifetime, you know, among the top guys that weren't just slap hitters. bat to ball. Skilled. I mean, take him, Mandy. Well, that's probably about it from the right side. Forget about Cabrera. I mean, you're talking about a different level player. That's just, I mean, come on. He's one go on the time right? He's, I mean, he's just, he's incredible.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking, now you want to talk about his body breaking down. He gets older. Also remember he had an issue with alcohol. Yes, like you Miguel did. Cabrera did. Yep. It's totally different situation here, but Pete is going to be 29 this year. Um, and then, you know, by the time he gets free agency, he's going to be 30. What, what are we looking at? You know, value, what would be fair
1: value for you? To sign if I'm Pete, on. Pete, or if I'm the Mets, or somebody else,
3: no, just in general. Forget well, about let me Because
1: I think they're different. Let me give you Pete's perspective. Yeah. As much as I trade him, I, I I still know Pete's good. So I would expect if I'm Pete, let's say that what I bang what did Olson get? Forty-seven, one sixty-eight. Matt right? Olson. Uh, was it seven or or eight? I thought it was eight. I want to say seven, but I'm I not sure. Hoff,
3: if you could just confirm. It's definitely
1: one sixty-eight. Okay. It's either seven or eight? It's absolutely one sixty-eight. So if I'm Pete. With the Mets, I need—I definitely need north of two. Absolutely. Well, why, if, what or, do you mean, why with the Mets you need north of two? Because all those things we've talked about. Because if he's retained here, now you talk about so being able to go, monetize his presence later in his career. He's going to go play for the Cubs? 500 or? home runs, all the fame, all right, let's that say, stuff matters. Let's say Pete
3: on the open market, you're the Chicago Cubs or the Milwaukee Brewers and you want Pete Alonzo. Brewers aren't paying him, Cubbies right. might. All right, Cubs. Um, Eight, yeah, I think they might go over right. two. I wouldn't. You were right, Olsen, Eight for one sixty, which means he got twenty one million a year, which is just highway robbery.
1: That's why the Braves are a better franchise than right, the so, Mets
3: right now. One of many reasons. All right, so I mean, dude, the real value for Pete is not even two. I agree. Like, let's say seven for twenty five.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, is that, that one seventy five right yeah, there? Is all right. So,
3: a, and then even if you give the the homegrown tax, you want to go eight that's for twenty five hundred, roughly. Yeah. All right. But but. He's got to take that. If I'm the Mets, see, and then I, I started to get into it like, oh, well, all right, you extend to 220, 225, what's Ugh. another 20, 20? The Mets cannot Ugh. really extend much beyond 200. Like, let's, come on now.
1: I'm with you. It just would be reckless. I just gave you Pete's perspective. So, all right, Cubs, what do you think the Cubs are paying him? Do they retain Bellinger? I, I, hey, what,
3: I, come on. Who gives a Belanger? I mean, it just, matters. Just, this said, isn't no, monopoly no, 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 money, dude. Well, all right, then don't pick the Cubs. Who have, so, is another team going to want him? Because guess what? If not, the Mets are going to get him for
1: 150 like, <laughs> yeah. there's be What's going to be the market for Pete Alonso? I don't think teams are knocking down his door. All right, I, ju- but but I just but don't. Somebody's, all right, so what's gonna I don't know where the economy is. I, I don't know. I don't about, nobody's I, knocking
3: down Bellinger's door either or Blake's now. It's a weird thing. Yeah, it is so a So Pete, Pete thinks he's going to get Aaron Judge money. He's not. No, he
1: doesn't think that.
3: He's nuts, Dad. He's not even close to Judge. My. He got Scott Boris. I mean, he's, he's thinking he's going to get 300. They're, they're nowhere close. He's not getting three. Not getting, he's not even getting 220. He's not. So open market, you think he's getting 200?
1: What, Mets come, are what get kind of that. year does he have next year? Give me absolute numbers. Yeah, give me
3: an average year. All right,
1: 45. 46 bombs, yeah. hit 249, 250, something yeah, like that. 120, 120 yeah. RBIs, OPS 860-ish. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, I'm just saying, the yeah, average yeah, okay, year. Okay, fine. I mean, I still wouldn't do it. I think somebody goes slightly above two, and I think that's probably not the right. For call. how many years? It's going to be six, 30. seven, six with a team option, maybe seven, not eight. They're not getting that. Uh, Joseph down in Charlotte and with BT and Sal. What's going on, Joe? How are you?
5: Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey,
1: hey Sal, uh, oh,
5: man, I miss you on the overnights, bro. I love your passion.
1: Appreciate
3: it.
5: Um, I, in this case, would trade Pete Alonzo, and for one, for a couple reasons. The Mets have, like, no direction. I I believe the sustainability nonsense is they have no direction. If you're not going to win, trade. Just trade people. Build up your farm system because that's the ultimate goal, and get the players that's going to give you sustainability. Right now you're in between, and this in between has gotten us to where we are now. When you signed Scherzer, you didn't go all the way for your offense. Last year you went in, you know you needed a bat. We went in with Daniel Vogel back in, in Brough. And look where it got us. How well, they did, did They did come come try off?
3: for Carlos Correa. Obviously, you know that that fell apart, and thank God it did.
5: Right, which, which was the wrong move. Like, you needed the DH. You believed in Beatty. So, you had Escobar, right? You had Escobar as a backup. But this franchise constantly goes the wrong direction. Right now, if you're in between, <laughs> like, you're not going to win this year. You're not even signing broken arms and that- it's going for nothing pretty much well they're going to they're um, gonna, well,
3: hold, hold on you can't say they're in between when they do have a clear direction joe and they will sign a bullpen arm they basically said it and now I, I want them to sign a dh as well we got to see how the rest of the offseason plays out here but but you can't say that they're in between what they're doing is they, they actually have a clear plan they are what's they,
5: their plan what's their plan they,
3: they're rebuilding the form system and are exactly. waiting to these guys if, then trade pete
5: are building the farm system and you're not gonna win this year which is obvious trade pete i love pete trust me i trust i I love him i would i want him to be a franchise player for the rest of his career but you're not gonna win this year and he has one year left on his contract if you're not gonna win well you're not gonna win what
3: you keep saying they're not gonna win what does that mean win a world series you're not gonna win a world series i don't even think you're gonna make it to the player but you don't know that that you don't you you could could guess that they believe they're going to one of uh, somebody's gonna be proven right or wrong here they believe think that,
5: this team that, is better than last year? The first half I think of they, year, I they, think they will be players?
3: 100% I think they will be better than they were last year. I don't. 100%. Yeah, law law of averages, They were. They, everything went wrong last year. Now, I don't think they're a World Series <laughs> team. I think they're going to be around, you know, 81. could be If everything goes great, could be 84, 85, and you get in.
1: What if everything goes not great?
3: Then they're going to be the same as last year, 75, 76 wins. That's where they are. They're between mid-70s and mid-80s. That that's to me where they are right now. Even if they add a DH and a bullpen arm, maybe that takes it a little tick up. Where best case they can win eighty seven games, eighty eight. Maybe you're talking instead of mid eighties, best case you're talking high eighties, best case. I don't think this team could see ninety wins. I no. mean, uh, especially now. Here's let me paint you the best case scenario for the Mets, and this is their thinking. Right? Common sense would tell me this. Mm-hmm. They let things play out the way they, they sign a whatever a DH a bullpen arm whatever go into the season. They're playing well. They're in the thick of things come trade deadline. They are going to add and make a run at a postseason spot. That's that That's that's like that's their goal this year, get to the postseason. Now, if they're not, then maybe they pivot and trade Pete or whatever, but their plan right now is see how it plays out. If everything goes right and they're in it, they're going to add at the trade deadline to make a run at the postseason spot. That's going to be something that they're going to be evaluating midseason. Could they win a World Series or a division? Absolutely not, but they could get to the postseason.
1: I mean, they also had that, that mentality, and they brought in Darren Ruff and Vogel back. I know it's a different—it's right. a little bit—but, you know, adding during the season— that doesn't mean the I moves mean, are going to be the
3: right ones, but— Yeah, I mean— Oh, we are talking about? The Yankees? Who are you going to get?
1: Oh, Whoever's I mean, out there. Solaire's out there now. All right, well, I mean, I want to see them go get you him. You get Hector Neris? I mean, where's he going to go? I mean, he he might, wants one year, $7 million. The Mets, Yankees, you, the Mets, somebody they, get him.
3: Yeah, somebody will. They, they will sign a bullpen arm. Same with the Yankees. DH, who knows? But I'm just
1: saying that's their plan. Mm. In I season. think it's a flawed plan. I, I think that you identify their plan properly. I just don't agree with
3: it. Which is fair. And if you don't, then I can understand why you would
1: trade Pete to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Uh, by the way, something happened earlier today. Just, que- I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. It, it questions everybody that I work with. What? You know, I'll tell you. Okay. Everybody that I work with. All right. What, you? Okay.
3: what do you? What are I doing? No, you'll do find anything. out.
1: 877. No. Everybody. Nobody is beyond... Uh, like Boomer, uh, This show. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. This show, 877-337-6666. BT and sound all
2: the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.